guys. Welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tindall, and as always, I am your host. And this week, I sat down with New York City comedian Sally Ann Hall to talk about horror movies. Um, we get into all things horror, from the different types of horror movies, the uh, what is considered a horror movie versus like a thriller, and all the writing that goes into a horror movie. It's tough to write things that are horrible, that give people this sense of fear, but also kind of toe the line in today's sensitive uh, way of looking at media and art. So anyway, even if you're not big into horror, I think you're going to really like this episode. You can follow Sally Ann at me. Sally Ann Hall on Instagram um, and check out her podcast, which is at the link in her bio. As always, follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media. And if you're in New York City, come to Ope, a comedy show every single week at Ferns. Sally Ann is on the show on August 3rd. So definitely come to that if you enjoyed this episode. And let's get into it. Thank you for doing it. Thanks for having me. Um, you're so you're an Airbnb host. I want to talk about that for like a quick second. That has to be a nightmare. Like, I I stay in Airbnbs. I'm very like I try to be very courteous. I'm from the Midwest. Do you I'm stay like, in like Airbnbs where the person's renting out a room, or do you rent out an entire place? The entire place, most of the time. Yeah. What I'm getting at is like when I read the rules, it's like what happened to you like what happened to you to make you write all of these rules oh, they where... get insane where they're like <laughs> like like if you see a dog don't feed it yes, you exactly. know just like and you're like <laughs> yeah. okay right right so it's like or even like yeah just uh you must take out the trash you have to do the laundry you have to do and i was like I so that's that super high maintenance but is it because people left it trashed before i honestly think some of it is I think there's a huge difference between renting out an entire place and then and then renting like a room in someone's home because the room in someone's home is always just like a person trying to pay their rent. Right. Whereas if That's it's an entire doing. place, a lot of times it's like a management company or someone uh. who has multiple properties and they do this a lot. So they don't want to pay for labor is that. Fair. Um, I like some people are like, okay, $70 cleaning fee. And, and then they ask you to do all that shit. And yes. I'm like, no, no, no. Try $200 cleaning fee. Like out in the mountains near ski hills and stuff. It's insane. That's so stupid. Yeah, I do a $25 cleaning fee, you know. Way or too much. What are you, a landlord? Like, Jesus. I clean it myself. Pure so evil. I'm paying yeah. for my own labor. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, well, so I will say I don't like strangers coming in and out of my house but most of the time they are like you they're on their best behavior they don't want to get a bad review either right. they're usually like shy or sometimes they're really talkative i've done it for like eight years wow um and i used to have a three bedroom when i lived alone and i rented out two of those rooms on airbnb okay so it was basically i treated it like a part-time job and yeah. that paid not my rent but like um a good amount of your rent no right yeah. That apartment, yeah, it paid my rent. Just barely. Okay. Um, uh, but now now I live with my husband, and I only rent out one room, and I m way prefer that. That's a lot less hectic. Um, sure. And then that way, 
like some people would come into your home and be like all the space is mine just make themselves at home yeah. invite people over stuff like that yeah and i'm would wake up and be like hi strangers what's going on <laughs> and this way where they're coming into my house we're like hi this is our house and you're there in that room away from us and wow. they don't really tend to venture into our space like so our living huh. room is still like kind okay. of ours yeah um so i much prefer that power dynamic and i really prefer doing airbnb than having roommates Re okay that that's the other option to the, have a yeah. roommate and uh that's yes i don't like it because the where the roommate really wears on you year after year and it's, it's the same bullshit every single day and honestly <laughs> it really comes down to sharing the space i do not yeah. want another person living here full time with all of their shit mm -hmm. all of their weird stuff at least with airbnb like people coming with a suitcase and like sometimes French people do this all the time. They they cook. They they just they sit oh. there and cook in our kitchen, and we had to be like, kitchen access upon request. Oh, okay. Because uh, you can make a bunch of rules, yeah, right. um, and uh, yeah, and one of them is going to be no more teenagers. Sure. The second you were telling me a couple times ago about the two teenagers that, that you tell the story, you know where I'm going with this. Well, they, that's they, hilarious. These, these I didn't realize they were teenagers <laughs> at first because we never saw them, you know, because they just kind of check in, go in. Sure. And they didn't leave their room for four days. It was like over the weekend. I like saw them go get like breakfast and like come back. And we're like, who goes to New York and doesn't fucking leave yeah, the room right. at all? And it, um, turns out he looked at their profile they live in new york and they're 18 and we were like why would oh, oh yeah. and the sheets were disgusting oh yeah disgusting and i'm like <laughs> like there was there extra was, cleaning fee there, disgusting like how <laughs> <laughs> we like it like went through like mattress to like pad. oh no it didn't oh, no. get on the mat we could clean it we cleaned it off but it was like definitely like blood like it was a i think wow. it was a virginity situation okay well, you know, props to them for making it romantic and special, I guess. Like, Couldn't afford a hotel. It's better than just like the attic of one of their parents' houses. I would, I think that would have been fine. I think. I, fine, I, sure, but to not. To be like, be like know, how about a struggling it. artist's home? <laughs> yeah, that was, it, yeah, that was very, very strange. Um, these people, the, the one that opened the window and the air conditioner fell out. Okay. I'm going to just charge them for the AC. And it's, yeah, it's $250. I was going to say, ACs could be pretty expensive. And so. I mean, yeah. So. No, you don't charge them for what that was worth. You charge them for what the replacement is. So you get a $400 one, charge them for that. <laughs> How are yeah. they going to know? They're, they're not going to ask for the receipt. You're like, no, 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 I needed this one That's to replace That's a good idea. It. Fuck Cut em. this out so Fuck I can't. Yeah, I, right. I can't <laughs> you go to I'm not liable. Airbnb's say, <laughs> like watching everything I've ever done to be like. I mean, you didn't say it. I said I'll it. I'll find a whole in your claim. This is a comedy podcast. This is all jokes. What's the worst? What's the worst experience with Airbnb? Okay, uh, there was a guy. He was like, he had checked in. Everything is fine. I went out of town. But I had like a friend like on call, like in case anything went wrong. But sure. like whatever, it's an apartment, like you know people know how to behave uh and he and so i was out of town i was in la and he calls me and he's like 
I can't get in. The key doesn't work. And I'm like, oh. look, sometimes the lock's like a little bit. You know, me, I got a jiggle. I got a little right. It's an old apartment. It's an old, just. Yeah. Right. And he was like, no, the key, it doesn't work. I have been here for like an hour. It doesn't oh, no. work. And I was like, okay. And he's like, maybe someone changed the locks. And I'm like, who would change the locks? And he goes, well, there were people in this apartment earlier today. And I'm like, what? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, they said they were painting. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And so I freaked out being like, okay, someone broke into my apartment, sure. changed the lock so, or, mean, or, or jammed it. Wouldn't be hard yeah, to do. Right. And then I started being like, how would someone do this? But I had been doing Airbnb at a couple years at this point, And I would just give someone keys. And it's so easy for them to make a copy of that yeah. key. Oh, yeah. To give it to somebody and go i know someone who lives here this is how you get in yep whatever like it would be so easy to fucking do that that's why so many people have the like electronic like code thing so smart so you can change the code after so fucking leave. smart yeah uh so i was like and so I started calling like the police and stuff from LA and they're like, can't do. And I got transferred and I'm like freaking out. And I'm in a car full of comedians. Oh no. At, it was at a comedy <laughs> festival. And they're like, sorry, that sucks. I'm like, Oh my God, someone broke in. I don't know. Someone broke in. And so I'm, I'm, and then I'm like, can some, can the police go over there? Whatever, you know, maybe the guy call a locksmith trying to figure out what to do. And then the guy calls me again and he goes, okay, sorry, I'm in the apartment. Um, the key works. I, he was drunk. He was oh, drunk. No. And I spent hours panic attacking in front of people. And then they were like, yeah, I thought it was pretty far-fetched that someone broke into your apartment. I'm like, okay, well, it's not like it's never fucking happened before. Yeah, right? Like, it's not, it, it doesn't take a fucking mastermind heist person yeah. to be like, Hey, let's do a Airbnb. Okay, I'm not right. giving anyone ideas, but this like this isn't fucking Pleasantville over here. Like it's fucking it would be Bushwick. So this could happen. Easy to break in to someone's house uh, that you've been at before. Yeah. Uh. So. So yeah, but he was drunk, and I left him the worst review ever. <laughs> you didn't. Oh, you couldn't really charge him for anything because he didn't Cause, cost cause, anything. No, just just like charging for emotional damages I, yeah i guess years of therapy afterwards oh yeah so anytime someone's like the key doesn't work i'm like it does it yeah. does yeah <laughs> have you seen the movie barbarian oh yeah absolutely okay i think this is a good launching off point yes i'm kind of surprised that nobody else had tried the airbnb mix-up sort of framing for a horror movie before like with yeah. how often people are staying in other people's houses, I when it happened, I was like, "Oh, of course." Yeah, this is like this is something that has for sure happened to people. Yeah, a lot of there are real Airbnb horror horror stories. So yeah, I'm surprised it's not more of a genre. Yeah. Uh, so for people that haven't seen it, this movie, the premise is that two people book the same Airbnb on the same night. Which happens because Which, there's faceless corporations or yeah. whatever behind renting out Airbnbs. So mix-up happens right. constantly. Mix-up happen. And it like builds like those two are going to like some one of them is evil. And then there's just a how much do we give away? I don't want to because like, well, I don't know. I'm going to say there is a lot of 
naked old lady. And that <laughs> is Yeah, but her tits rock. And you and boy do you get a You get, get a, a look. good look. You sure do. You get a, <laughs> you get a few. Yeah, I just love I think it's just really important to have like older female representation yeah, on course. film especially in a sexualized way yeah sexualized she's nurturing she's caring there's yeah. honestly the perfect <laughs> female figure yeah she's <laughs> she's honestly the perfect mom <laughs> watch barbarian. i would be so lucky look please don't please don't watch barbarian no it's very good i love, I that love movie. It. it it's a really good movie and it's honestly like one of those like classic like monster movies honestly yeah it kind of is. In and like the a, monster are, are, are the old saggy tits. Kind of. Kind of everyone's a monster it, in that movie. In their own special way. Oh, anal- analysis. That's a little bit of analysis. I oh, mean, like, who's God. not besides the main girl that you follow from the beginning? Yeah, I'm like, she's not a monster. She's not. But then everyone, and then the homeless guy is cool. No, but the guy in the beginning's not, too. You just think he might be. Mm, good point. Yeah. I maybe overanalyzed embarrassing uh, you tell me you're the expert on horror movies yes, that's so. true. uh no i actually took a horror film class um when i was studying women gender and sexuality studies Ooh. and so but that do was do you think barbarian's gonna be taught in that class 100 percent. i can see i can see the essay um no that was actually my very favorite class in college uh it was actually like a 301 so it was like very academic Mm. and it was specifically for the sexuality studies course sure so we like would analyze horror like horror films and write like four or five page essays and like one big one at the end um you know like deconstructing it uh, from like whatever perspective freudian from a you know socialist perspective from uh in an anarchist perspective whatever i i actually did and that it's my in favorite shit ever when my, my yeah. favorite class in college was uh i took a class on the uh moral and ethics of the walking dead so we, ah! we watched the first season of the walking dead and we had to write like a, a one or two page paper every week about like the moral and ethical dilemmas and it was essentially the exact same thing where it's like how do you choose between the individual and the group and like you'd pick out certain things it was a stupid summer class but it was a lot of fun i do think it's insane that (laughs) the walking dead specifically is taught yeah i feel like horror movies is at least more of like we went through the history we see like the whole (laughs) thing we studied it and they're just like here's one series that we really like that feels like a podcast yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that you get college credit for (laughs) i only paid two grand to take it so that's so much a college credit is, right? That's it's a, a three-credit summer class. I was like, you know what? I got you electives. You got to get those electives let's somehow. The, yeah, let's take the Walking Dead class. Why not? Gotcha. Um, and it was great. But yeah. anyway, keep going. I know how much... About what? The, the, the class. Like, what did you watch? Oh, the class. Oh, uh, so I'll tell you what class. I wrote papers on. I, I watched, like, so many horror films. I was so into it. We had to watch, like, three films a week. And I wow. was like, okay. <laughs> That's a lot um, of work. It was like a lot the, of it is the hardest I've ever worked in class, <laughs> and like I was obsessed. Um, so I wrote a paper on Carrie. Okay. Okay. What was that called? 
um, my paper, whatever, something. And then I wrote one on um, hard candy. I called it Little Red Victimhood. I don't know hard candy. (laughs) 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 Sorry, the class didn't prepare you for men to not know what you're talking about. Well, to be fair, that is a very not, it's a very anti-man one. Is it? Not not like Uh. men in general, but like, it's a it's basically a two person film. Okay. And with like one like Sandra O oh, like shows up for like a second. Sure. Um Oh, it's so good. Um so it's it's um Elliot Page sure. when he was very young, about like thirteen. This was like a little around the Juno time. Okay. They, uh, he was at least playing a very young uh like a, like a preteen girl. That was yeah. his character. And so she meets some her the character meets someone online <laughs> and uh and it's an older guy and they meet up for okay. coffee and yeah. it's Patrick Wilson. Okay. Horror fame. Like I've heard the name. He, I could He was in Insidious, he's the one in and and in The Conjuring. He's the okay. lead in Got all it. of those. Yep. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I can picture the face. This is yeah, and well, and also he's a very famous actor. He was on Broadway. He was yeah. in Phantom of the Opera. Anyway, I'm a huge Patrick Wilson fan, and I love his wife. Okay. Um, so he's a man in his 30s, and he, and it's very clear that it's inappropriate flirting, and it's very uncomfortable. Um, and then he takes um, um, the character <laughs> back to uh, his house. And the games begin. And it's basically what happens at that house. And it is really uncomfortable. It's actually not like super graphic. I was going to say, is it like Saw type games or is it more uh, like social horror? It's definitely like... There's torture. Like there's definitely torture. Um, But... um, it's just and the performances are so fucking good uh and um and yeah i it's it's mostly psychological but there is definitely like like violence you know okay uh but yeah so i wrote i wrote uh, a thing on that i really don't want to i really don't want to tell you more because it's i really want you to watch it yeah i'll watch it you should watch it yeah i just it's one of those good what i love about horror there's a lot of low budget opportunities yes for I love when there's just like a dynamic between like two people and like how's it gonna change who's mm. and like slowly something creeps in and then you're leading to a climax you don't know what it is sure. like that's ugh. okay that's what I like about horror yeah um but you know I also like the fucking Ari Aster like big scary okay yeah like I was gonna ask your shit. opinion on uh, hereditary which hereditary is was the most divisive I Oh, I know people that hate it. I know people that hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. And I know people that are like, you haven't watched it. You have to. This is the most. I haven't seen it. I've seen Midsummer and I've seen Mother, but I've not seen uh, Hereditary. Uh, well, Mother's not Ari Aster, right? I thought that was Ari Aster. Bo is afraid. Yes. Now I that meant to one, watch that. I fucking hated. You I, hated it? Well, I heard it was great. Here's the thing. It, I th- I would have loved it if it was an hour and a half. It was three, three hours, hours, and yeah. I was like, it does not need to be three hours. No. And it was very confusing. But here's the thing. So I watched it. Me and my husband were like, fuck, what the fuck? 
fucking kidding me? <laughs> but I can't stop thinking about it. Sure. And I think for that reason that it's like very, these, a lot of parts are very vivid and stuff. I'm like, okay. I think he did, the director did what he wanted to do with it. So in that way, I'm like, I do really appreciate that film. Okay. Uh, and I'm, maybe it will have rewatch value, but like at the time I'm just like, Oh, another scene. What, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What? <laughs> There's like a lot of that. And you, yeah, you, that sounds like Ari Aster. Yeah. To- but it, but it was, it was, it was much more abstract. It was extremely okay. abstract. Sure. Mid Midsummer was pretty straightforward, and but I, I think Hereditary was too. Okay, I would say you understood. Like, yes, there was a lot of like kind of mysteries and clues in there, but it all made sense. It all the ideology all like checked out. The narrative made sense. Sure. Like the order of events, you could follow. <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean. Being like, what was real and what wasn't, you could more or less tell. Yeah. Um, but I love. I think Hereditary was maybe one of the most per- perfect horror films I've ever seen. Okay, you, let you, me hear it. I haven't seen it. Give me, give me the pitch for Hereditary because uh, Carmen fucking hates that movie. Uh, well, and so it's, she's, it's extremely she's like, disturbing. I will not watch it. It's so with disturbing. You. I'm like, I have to watch it eventually. Um, it's it's extremely disturbing. Uh, it's extremely violent, but and it's very like drab and hopeless like it's not it's <laughs> yes that is my type of movie <laughs> yeah it's it's you know because it has to, it's it's it, it deals with a lot of like grief okay um like you know the opening scene for midsummer and how it was just like oh my god yeah it's like there's there's a scene there's a version like of that where you're okay. like Oh fuck! This yeah. movie's gonna be fucked. You know what I mean? Like this is and yeah, and the acting from Tony Collette, like that to me, like all the scary horror parts were terrifying. But like the acting, the drama, the family dynamics, and how much pain they were in is like the best part of the film. Okay, and how like Tony Collette just like fucking sells it. There's this there's a part where something bad happens and you see off screen, like just the son's face as he's listening to his mother's screams in the background and you don't see what happened, but you know what happened. And it is, and that (laughs) is like, literally like, I cannot watch the scene without like bawling my eyes out and like, Oh my God. Like it's, it's like, and then that's, that's why I like his movies because he's so yeah. good at the personal dynamics and whatever horror element is also happening. It's, it's the heart of it is, um, the characters and how people treat people. And I really like the way he writes women, honestly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then men to be just shitty. I'll sure. Like, like, just, like always, you know. there's a lot of like men letting women down, uh, <laughs> and, uh, as a theme, you think he's projecting from his own life? He feels like he lets the people around him down? Well, if he's aware of it, then, you know. It's, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is this on? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, okay. I I am kind of interested in, like, the growth of horror movies. Because I, I feel like yeah. horror movies now really do... 
they really lean into the anticipation and the suspense where like you look at the the stuff from the early 2000s like saw hostile like they were all like we're gonna horrify you by showing you exactly what this horrible thing is where like yeah. hereditary midsummer like midsummer had some parts that were yes really hard to watch but they were yeah. very quick it was very like yeah, it was that's, all about i would the say that's sim- similar to hereditary yeah where like I Even can Barbarian take, was kind of like there. There was a little bit. There was a couple scenes, but yeah, there are movies that are just pure gore, and yeah. that is their selling point. And that did become really popular in the two thousands, where you could make very, very realistic gore. I think that that became very popular in like the seventies with the slasher movies, sure, in the eighties. Um, you know, like just watching people people getting picked off and dying in horrible ways yes. became like a mwah. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Halloween Abs- yeah Halloween, the classics even like Final Destination stuff sure. like that uh, that's very popular where you're like who's gonna win we know they're all gonna get picked out um, yep. and then there's a lot of haunted house kind of things where it follows that yeah that thing um Oh, a great kind of spin on that was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I watched it. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so funny and it was great. great. I love horror comedies too, where if, if it's done well, if it's stupid, it's like really stupid. Yeah. The Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was, um, for the audience, that was Pete Davidson. Right. And uh, who's the other star in that one? Rachel Sennett. Yeah, not the name I was thinking of. She's a friend of mine. She's oh, really, really nice. Yeah, nice. And Pete Davidson owes me twelve hundred dollars. Oh, great! Did he stay in your Airbnb? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he couldn't afford it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, that movie was great because it was like it kind of had like a playfulness to it, which I don't feel like we see. I haven't seen from a horror movie in a while where it's like it's kind of funny. The last it's, one I, could I think would of, say it's very funny. Um, I yeah, the last one would you say like a Joss Whedon film has a lot of those kind of things. Well, so there's Sam like, Raimi used to. So yes, I do love Sam Raimi. Um, Drag Me to Hell was great. I love The Evil Dead. the The last one, you get like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. But yeah, that's a comedy. That's that's. That's a co- that's a that, I would horror say comedy silly, as opposed to a like comedy a, horror. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The last one that I was gonna say was uh, Cabin in the Woods. Right, Joss the, Whedon. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was probably one of the best examples of a truly scary, truly funny. Yes. Horror comedy. I yeah. was laughing. Out, it's it's one of my top five favorite movies. And it's it got deconstru- every aspect of horror in it. It's and got it gore. It's got it. like it the chase scene. It. It's it's got like weird sci-fi psychological shit to it. Like it's got everything. And I was like, this is beautiful. This is this is where I put the bar for horror movies. Yeah, is that, movie. that that's that's truly great. I I also I liked how it kind of justified the whole horror formula in general with like the ending and they're like we're doing this to appease the gods they have this for you and like the gods are us we are the consumers of this horror i love the indictment of we're the ones watching and i think that this isn't like a horror movie but i would consider like it so scary and horrific is like something like squid games sure yeah um where like 
we're the evil one and we the enjoyment we get out of watching people yeah. suffer and um i love i love like commentary and that criticism sure. of that within an art form that's absolutely catering to it yep um and one thing i will say i'm so happy because in the 2000s we weren't getting great great horror movies i would say like the ring would probably be like okay really up there as far as a really just a good movie a good movie you'd want to watch happens to be terrifying um and now with like jordan peele yes. and ari aster yep. we're getting these like very prestige level studio films yeah. that are amazing they're saying and, something and very scary and now we have a-list actors who are like, I need to do a horror film. Yeah. Where before it was really. It's just like, oh, B-list. Hillary Duff is trying to come back. I guess she's in this horror Paris movie. Hilton, House there, of yeah. Wax. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's a really good point. It's it's kind of become a. Um, it's it's not the joke that it used to be. It, it doesn't have to it was be. Like, be. Oh, they're doing horror movies like this. Kind of kind of gross. Like yeah, what it, happened to their career? And now it's like you do a Jordan Peele film and you're like, you're a star because you know it's going to be huge. Horror is like, it is now like the films I think are more like legitimate. And I think in the past, a lot of horror fans were horror fans because of like the cultiness of it, because mm-hmm. of like the B and C and D list movies. That's it can like get, Evil Dead, it Army can of get Darkness. Super, yeah. Even more low budget than that, like it can, like really, like Blair Witch Project, fifteen hundred bucks in the woods of Michigan for the first Evil Dead movie. Paranormal Activity was five hundred. Yeah, like I was gonna ask you what you think of that movie. Oh, I love that movie so fucking much. I think that was one of my favorite things. Um, That like the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Now I have read something. I love the Blair Witch Project. I think it was so brilliant, and the way they did it was so fucked and unethical um not like i like the marketing of how they like this actor is missing and they were like the blair and they planted blair witch legends so that people would think it's like a real thing a real legend instead of something that they made up um and then they told the actors it was a real legend so the actors really thought so what was to (laughs) me awesome (laughs) so yeah that's cool but to me where they went too far is they Basically, the actors were actually filming themselves. Yeah. The crew was hidden around the woods somewhere. (laughs) And the actors were legitimately lost at several points. Did not know where they are. And got scared. Like And they kind of ran out of food towards the end. So the actors are living (laughs) off like a couple of bars, granola bars and shit. In the woods, sleeping in the woods. Right. (laughs) Now, like, they made a great film. They they got insanely good performances out of it. But I do not believe in starving your actors. Like, like, to (laughs) me... Is that in the new strike language? I would pull so much division. (laughs) So, like, they're non-union. But, like, that that girl doesn't do acting anymore. Oh, really? No, she... she, she, Oh, she's in the marijuana business. Good for you. Oh, great. TJ Miller was totally fine after that. After what? He was in Blair Witch. TJ Miller? Yeah. Are you talking about Cloverfield? I am. 
Sorry. I'm like, there's no fucking way TJ <laughs> Miller. As soon as I said it, I was like, fuck, that was Cloverfield. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Which, well, then, same kind of movie. But well, like, then he got yeah. fucked after the That's rape allegations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that was the joke. I was like, that movie didn't fuck him up at all. He's a completely normal person now. Yo, but, gotcha. Um, yeah, I, okay, fine. Don't starve your actors. I get it. I mean, like, I'm not saying I've never done art, it. Anything I've for d- art. Who hasn't locked their actor <laughs> in a room and said, not until you have the perfect take. I, I won't feed you. I've kept you here for four days just for this podcast. And I've lost like, so much weight. Thank so you. So much weight. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so how do you define, like, because you said Squid Game, you wouldn't consider it a horror movie. I but w- it had some I would consider, gore. I would consider it a horror series. Okay. But I think genre-wise, it would probably... W- I would consider I would very much consider it a horror ser- a horror thriller series. So that was going to be my question. What do you consider the line between a hiller uh, a thriller. a thriller and a horror? Because a movie like Prisoners with did you watch oh, that one? Oh, did I watch it? I love it. it. Again, one of my favorite movies. I think that was a it's f- And that film brutal. was supposed to be 3 hours, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and it was brutal. It, it was, was brutal. hard to watch. But it's categorized as a thriller and you're sitting there and you're like edge of your seat the entire time it's crazy because, suspenseful because there's this, really brutal scenes with right. like a lot of blood but you're not where like, is the line i think i think probably i would probably put that i would not if i saw that in a horror movie category i wouldn't be like this doesn't belong <laughs> i def because anything for me when there's child murder or child endangerment, <laughs> yeah. I would put that in the horror category like Stephen King. That's his favorite thing, child sure. murder. I wish I loved anything as much as he loves child murder. <laughs> um, but but I, as far as that goes, um, I think it's a lot to do with tone and directing mm. there were no jump scares there were no yes. there like horror movies are suspenseful where you're like what's gonna happen something's gonna jump out not all horror movies but that's certainly an element and um it didn't it's that movie it scared you because it was so disturbing I would say, I don't know, actually, some of the performances from the actors, I'd be like, yeah, so that was good. pretty chilling. Is I, I would consider that very a scary yeah. movie. But, but, then you get but th- like it's not a typical horror scream sure. genre. So then what yeah. about Us? Like you brought up Jordan Peele. I that movie, say- it really didn't have, it had one, one jump scare in the like little maze thing at the end. But for the most part, oh, it was no, just it kind had, of a. It had several jump scares, really? but it wasn't okay. made off of jump scares. There were a couple like ah, strings. Yeah, sure. Um, um, even in the first scene when she reaches out and grabs her. That's okay. That's so, true. There's and, that. But then most of it was a social commentary that was just intense most, the whole time. Most horror movies are social commentaries. There's, there's, here's a ones. lot of reasons why that was a horror movie. One, it was very much marketed as a horror movie. Sure. Two, um, there were brutal murders on screen and people like running away from the killer. Mm-hmm. I think that is a big horror theme. Like, oh, there's someone after me. Gotta go, gotta go. This abstract evil thing I don't understand Got is it. after me. As so, opposed to Hugh Jackman in prisoners running towards the killer, not away from. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, we we are watching... Um, uh, yeah, I would say... And also just, like, the realism. Also, uh, like, there was so much more fantastical elements in us where they're like oh it's a whole society of people who are magically tethered to us so anything supernatural 
that is scary, I would put in horror. Now, one of my favorite things about watching a horror movie is going, okay, is this going to be a supernatural entity Mm. or are they crazy or is it like, like a serial killer, like a slasher horror movie? There's nothing supernatural about it. Um, but it's scary, like like uh, in Pearl and X. Have you seen those movies? No. X. Great movie. Great slasher. And I don't even really love slashers that much. Okay. I honestly find them, especially older ones, like so insanely misogynistic. It's like. <laughs> That's why I like them. <laughs> yeah, you like it reminds me of the good old days yeah. when you can just murder a girl for having sex. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of that. Um, the sluts die. The virgins live. Whatever. Um, <laughs> my, one of my least favorite things, and I know that like horror movie deaths are supposed to be like over the top, crazy, whatever. Yeah. But this movie that I never finished because I fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> this X. All the boys love Mandy Lane or something. Okay. I don't, I've never even heard of it. Uh, Amber Heard is the lead character and I do like her. So fuck okay. off. Um, but it's basically how all the boys were obsessed with her and they want to sleep with her. And I don't know, a kid died trying to impress her. That's like the opening. Who mm. cares? Um, that's but her then, fault. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, she's hanging out with a bunch of friends and all the other girls are sluts who are jealous of her and they're horrible. And you know, this girl, gives a guy a blowjob in a barn and then she's like my turn he's like no way and she's like "Ah, ah." and then um the murderer makes her lie on the ground and he um sticks a shotgun into her throat until she dies jesus christ to punish her for giving a blowjob yeah and that's when i was like fuck this movie (laughs) fuck this shit i don't give a fuck I don't I I like just That is some old-timey puritan shit. Well, it's like if that happened and it was like, okay, this guy is an evil fucked up guy who, like in 7. You, yeah. you know, like that's yeah. a guy who's punishing people for their perceived wrongs and he's obviously like not right, but you know, those those girls were portrayed as like simple minded sluts sure. who don't matter. Yeah. They were portrayed that way. So we were kind of supposed to like, oh, and I just found the the tone, the framing of it. I hated more than like the actual Not seven, violence. This other movie. Yeah. Sorry. This other okay. movie. Um, yeah. We're like seven. Everything you know, made sense was justified. And maybe if I watch the end of the movie that she's going to give a big speech about how women should be treated. Right. Mandy Lane, but I doubt it. (laughs) Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's certain, I can stomach violence in certain contexts. Okay. Yeah. I think seven's a good example of the, the question again, do you put that as a thriller or a horror? I would put that as both. Um, it's like a thriller because they're solving a murder, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, but then you get, so like David Fincher's always got the very suspenseful, all of his stuff is thriller. He's one of my favorite directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the movie that he did with the, um, the golden state, not the golden state killer, the, oh God damn it. With the, the serial killer who's like giving clues to the newspaper. Zodiac. Zodiac. Yeah. Horror or thriller? I would consider that a thriller because I did okay. not, I didn't have any like jump scare horrific elements. Got where those, it. you do have those in Seven. You are like. It has been a minute since I've seen Seven. There are like 
who's gonna jump around the corner i would say it's more of a thriller than a horror okay but like i see that in the horror aisle a lot and i don't think about it but yeah it's definitely it i think it's easy to say serial killer horror Make that comparison. Well, no, because right? Law and Order is not a horror movie. Like uh, that, I wouldn't consider those horror episodes. Okay. Um, like True Detective, I think probably was like more of a thriller, but some horrific things happened. Yeah. Um, but I think also couple of jump scares. With thrillers, a lot of the horrific things happen off screen, and they just talk about them. Where in yeah. horrors, you see the deaths, you see the rapes, you see okay. the slaughtering. Sure. So I think, I would say. As far as seven, you don't really see a lot of the violence. You sure. see, you see the aftermath of the violence. Yep. So, um, so yeah. I don't know. It's a good question, but I, I think a lot of what makes a horror movie a horror movie is if it is intended to be a horror movie. Got it. Um, and then yeah. marketed as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mother, I would consider that a horror movie. Really, I would put that into thriller. No man, at because the, for ninety no, percent of the it, shit that it's happens, the most. But then at the end, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ! The shit that happens at the end, I was like, okay, so yes, th- I have been watching a horror film. Like, like yeah. Deliverance, I would consider a horror film. Okay, I have not seen that. Yo, when I okay, so you know what it's about though. Recap for me. Okay, there's only the one scene. Um, they get they get lost. Uh, their guys going down the river in uh, Mississippi or some. And uh, they they crash or they stop, and a bunch of rednecks um, brutally rape them. Okay. And that's where you get the you got a pretty mile squeal, oh, piggy, and shit. they humiliate them. Okay. And it's really fucked up, but it's just like '70s horror. So have you seen like Last House on the Left? Yes. Okay, so the '70s one. Yes. Um, yeah. Where they like carve their name into a girl while she's screaming. Yes. So yes. Yeah. So to me. That's so horrific, but it happened in the 70s, so there's not a lot of music. There's no sound. It's just like, it's very like, oh, my God. It, it feels real, and it feels whatever. And, um, oh, my God, what, what movie was I just talking Mother. Mother. Sorry, yes. there's dog hair on the microphone. Because oh, my God. I just keep tickling watched, my chin. And I'm I, like, what is that? <laughs> um, I watched a dog last week, which, uh, check out the other episode, the last week's episode, if you want to see what the dog is. And I vacuumed, and then I forgot to clean the couch of the dog hair. And then while you were, like, coming over, I just put the mic down on the couch. Totally forgot about it. So, my bad. You didn't read Where's my writer. <laughs> no, that's true. You need to send yeah. me the Airbnb rules yeah. for uh, cleaning fee for the dog hair. You're yeah. talking about mother. Right. Yes. Uh, so, like, very, uh, very, like, it's a scary thing that's happening, but it doesn't, it's not dressed up like a horror thing. Like, yeah. bah, bah, bah. you're just, like, watching a scene where someone's screaming and guys like, shut up, bitch, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's, like, bright outside and it's very real and it's just, like, huh. And that's a horror movie. Oh, God, I actually love that movie. Mother? Last House on the Left. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. I keep switching. Sorry. We're good. Um, keep up, people. Keep up, me. But hor- <laughs> yeah, mother made me so fucking uncomfortable. Oh, it was beautiful. I I was literally like walking, and then when the last part happened, I like screamed, I, like hid under my bed. <laughs> I I honestly that that thing happening, harming a baby, like an infant. Uh-huh. That is my 
I can't. No, I'm out. Can't do it. So you're can't the anti-Stephen King. Can't. You're the you're the exact he typically opposite. doesn't go for infants. They're typically okay. prepubescent boys. Okay. And that is so. It's so funny to me that like. He, it's so mainstream. Like it, all these things. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Except I, for the sequel where they're all adults and Bill Hader has to kill the clown, the but, fucking spider, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I so, thought it was fun. Oh, I, I not, love it. Not scary, but I was like, it is fun. Oh no, I love, I love, I loved it. But um, so like in the first it, and I've read the, I read oh part of the book. There, it's like a thousand pages. I wanted just to get to the child orgy part. They do. Sure, they do all have sex. I know. As I know. children in the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I got to. Re- I'm like, I got to yeah. wait till they yeah, check that fuck. out. It's uh, just the new Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh no, it's Stephen it. King. Because <laughs> I'm sure they can't put it online because it's like fucking child porn or whatever. But yeah. Um, uh, yes, it's weird to me how mainstream, um, you know, killing children in movies is, and how whatever. But if you remember in um, the recent It remake, um, they feature like a hate crime at the beginning where mm-hmm. a, uh, a gay guy gets beaten yeah. uh, and, you know, murdered and then and then the clown gets him. And people were so angry about that, featuring that in a movie where children get eaten. Yeah. That made me so angry <laughs> that they were like. Cause, but I get it. We're like, this, this is, is too real. This is the liberal agenda this, ruining our movies. No, people were mad. Uh, like, gays. Right. Gays were right. mad because they featured something so horrible. And I remember someone was talking, being like, they shouldn't put that in a movie unless it's about hate crimes. And mm. I, and it, here's why I so disagree with that. Because um, first off, it was in the original book. And second off, there is a point to it. The point is... That it, the town of Derry, is the evil spirit. It, yeah. That is why it comes there. Maybe it influences the town. Maybe the town, whatever it is, there's something desperately wrong in that town where all of the kids featured in it are dealing with horrible problems on their own. Bullying, nobody doing anything, racism, homophobia. Right. All these things happen and people let them happen. And then that monster feeds off of it feeds off of their apathy and so i thought it was a really good commentary on this this whole uh, what he was trying to say and when people are like oh something happened i didn't like you must have been endorsing the thing that i didn't like is such a shallow reading of that now what happened was People saw that and they got upset and it triggered them. And so they said, well, then that never should have happened. And it's like, no, you were upset about it. Uh, That's a different thing. Yeah. You, it hits too close to home. Okay. It's not the art, the, the media for you. You didn't appreciate it. Right. That doesn't mean it shouldn't exist or happen. Fair. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm screaming. There's no, I, far be it from the general public to not understand nuance of something and i'll go even further this one (laughs) this one i'm gonna get probably hate for but um like rape scenes this is a huge issue like you should never show a rape scene because it's too horrible it's too awful and i'm like and i see why people would say that and why women especially i can't like a rape scene is like wow it's horrible it's brutal yeah and i don't and I agree that it shouldn't be exploitative. Like in Rob Zombie films, when women sure. are just getting raped to get raped and just to have their tits bouncing while they're screaming, 
yeah, I don't like that. I don't think. Right. I don't. I don't appreciate it. I would be happy if that did not happen. I wouldn't say it should not ever happen because if everyone agrees to do a scene like that, fine. Who cares? Yeah. That's up to them. Um, but being like, you should never show rape. I'm like, but you can show murder. You can show dismemberment. You can show horrific violence. Yeah. It's the ones where they're like, well, it hits too. And I'm like, I think you need to admit, I don't want to see something because it's too real and it's too scary and it's too triggering for me. And it's okay to say that without saying that thing is wrong that I had to even watch it. Right. Now, one example I'm using is Game of Thrones. Sure. Where Sansa's rape Everyone got so fucking angry. Yeah. Everyone was so mad. Articles were written. This shouldn't have happened. And it made me... I disagreed with that because I thought that was the first rape scene of the whole series that actually took rape seriously. Yeah. And they didn't film it in a way that exploited the victim. Yeah. And so people are mad just that it happened. And I'm like, you realize this is a rape show. Like... Yeah. And the the rape scenes that made me mad in Game of Thrones are the ones that happen in the background while two right. evil men are talking to be like, yeah. look at how evil they are while dead-eyed girls are just having, like, just jiggling everywhere while man's like, Ugh. Like that, to me, I'm like, oh, you, this is nothing to you. This is a game to you. This is exposition. Right. But, and people get mad. A lot of women do. A lot of feminists because I went, we studied women's studies, so we talked about this a lot. <laughs> they're mad when they're like, rape shouldn't be just a plot point. Rape shouldn't be a plot device. I'm like, why not? It happens in real life a lot, and it changes things. Things yeah. change after rape. Maybe someone gets in trouble. Maybe someone's, someone's definitely always traumatized. You know, there's, yeah. there's so many things to happen, so I don't think rape should be banned from art i think it should be um portrayed it should be artful you should do an artful rape scene (laughs) you know but like if you're going to i think there are ways to do it in a way that is respectful but to go i don't want to be triggering is Mm. like well then you can't make art at all yeah because someone will be triggered by something and i'm not saying that as an excuse to be like just be racist and homophobic Um, but I don't think, I think there's a huge difference between like the art condoning something and the art just featuring something sure. and you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I get it. And it's, it is, I love Game of Thrones. I read the books as I've gotten same. older, I've like, I've come to realize that there, there is a big thing in the fantasy genre of fans where they're like. The, it's a lot of male authors that just write rape in there because they're like, oh, it happened historically, and so they put it in because they're like, oh, this is yeah, this is something. But to your point, when when it's actually when it's a a plot point that is handled in a way where they're giving it the gravity of the actual moment yeah. as opposed to undermining it, that's where it's. I'm I'm saying I agree with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. But horror does kind of have that same thing. Quentin Tarantino's kind of gotten that same the same kind of rap with women where it's like he's so um he's he's so brutal yeah pointlessly the, well the characters are kind of a little bit point pointlessly misogynist sometimes yeah and i'm not and, saying he's not a very racist. good director no sure. well, i i i think i i loved tarantino's like movie some of his movies i really really are like some of my favorite like kill yeah. bill 
Love yeah. that. And that's another one. I was actually going to ask if that was horror. I would not consider horror. I would, cons- I mean, I guess, yes. It's very brutal. I guess I would consider <laughs> horror from like just the gore element, but yeah. the gore is so like silly to me that it's yeah. like whatever. But yes, I guess, especially in like, um, uh, yeah, Kill Bill 1 is when she kills Oranishi. Yeah. Uh, so yes, that's a lot of blood squirting everywhere. Um, but I wouldn't consider... It's not like a very dramatic horror. Like no. it's, I would consider it kind of almost more of a fantasy. It's car- It's comic booky. It's kind of yes, cartoon. And and he yeah. did it. You know the first. Which is on purpose. Yeah, the first Kill Bill was a lot of it based off Japanese cinema. Yep. The second one was based off a lot of westerns. Uh, so there's a lot of, I see a lot of what he's doing there, and those movies particularly, and I will say. They have very strong female leads who are very capable of of counteracting violence against them with equal or more violence. Yeah. So that's something how he, I I do notice how he writes that he writes a lot of very evil characters who have a lot of bigotry about a lot of different issues. Sure. And I, I I don't mind that. I think that's he. They're villains. Right. Now. You know, whether did he just use it as an excuse to say the N-word a million times? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. We'll never know. I'm that's you know, what but um but I think I I don't think he show like the violence or whatever against women that he shows, I do believe there's enough women fighting that violence back. Sure. Um which my one of my feminist professors said he goes, I feel like that movie just justified violence against women. But anyway, and I've been thinking about that a lot <laughs> to be like, oh, if women are equal partners in fighting, yeah, they must. You can go ahead and hit them because it's just like hitting uh, a dude. Interesting. Well, to show to show women realistically as like hand to hand combat capable of beating a man, things like that. You know okay. what I mean? That uh, that oh, I don't. I'm, I'm I'm so mad that we have to go. I have I have a show in literally ten minutes. It's around the corner, so we're good. Oh, I could gotcha. talk about this for at least another Violence against hour. Women. Yeah, no, just any any more like horror movies, like how you write stuff, how you write characters, all that other. So yeah. maybe maybe we'll have a next two. time, part two, come back. We'll talk about like writing characters. How do you how do you write characters for yeah. now? Or and my favorite horror characters. Yes. Um, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me, Sally Ann, at me, Sally Ann, M E S A L O I A N N, on awesome. all platforms. Easy to find. Oh, and my podcast, Good Porn in America, porning, like pornography. Like good porning. Like good, good porn morning. in America. Good porning. Yeah, I love it. Follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media, and if you're in New York City, come to Ope, a comedy show every single week at Ferns. Sally Ann is doing it on August 3rd. So if you're in town, definitely come to that. If you missed that one and you want to see her on a show that you're coming to, shoot me a message on Instagram. We'll book her for that show. And I'll be doing my three-minute bit about my favorite movie, Teeth. Beautiful. Let's do it again.